What's up, Cartel? Uh, episode 99. About to hit that 100 episode milestone. But tonight, I give you a very special guest by the name of Agnes Berniak, and she is a sh shamanic practitioner as well as a radical transformation life coach. And we just talk about a lot of stuff, including, of course, her spiritual awakening. Um, and a whole vast variety of topics. Uh, you name it, it's in here. And uh, yeah, let's just get it, folks. Uh, you know, roll a couple, smoke a, smoke a couple, drink a couple. You know what to do. Relax and enjoy the show. What's up, Cartel? Just a little bit of a message before the, we get the show started here. Um, I have a good friend, Melanie Schultz, uh, in the States. Uh, she has um, Hashimoto's uh, thyroiditis, and it affects every part of her body. So I threw up the... Uh, threw up? That sounded gross. Uh, I, I put up the uh, GoFundMe page for her um, in the show notes. The link is there. Uh, if you could kindly click on it and just throw a few bucks at her. For her medical bills, it would be greatly appreciated. I would appreciate it. She would, and so would Nigel. And uh, God bless you all, and thank you so much. Welcome back, Cartel. Uh, my next guest is uh, from Connecticut, and she is a radical transformational uh, life coach for truth seekers and also a shamanic practitioner. And her name is Agnes Berniak. Welcome, Agnes, to the cartel. How you doing? Thank you for this opportunity to speak with you. I'm very excited. You're welcome. Like anytime anybody reaches out to me and says, oh, "I'd love to," you know, "I'd love to have a conversation." I'm like, "Well, here you are." You know, it's. Yeah. <clears throat> I like when people reach out. I'm usually the one that reaches out to people. So when somebody reaches out and says, I'd love to do this, I'd be like, oh, I'm like, okay, I'm down, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it was great. Your, your enthusiasm is great. And I definitely, I've been following you for, for quite some time. Um, so I definitely like what you do. And I um, like the way you present your information as well. So thank you. Um, I'm not a huge uh, researcher like most uh, truth or podcasts. Um, I, I still look into stuff a lot, but I'm not the type to do a show on like something that I've researched. I'm more of the type to have a guest on and just shoot the breeze, so to speak, because I, it's not, that's just not my thing. You know, like I've done so much research in the past uh, I've came to where I am now and now I'm just having conversations with people who are uh, on different levels of uh, consciousness uh, awakening. So that's what it is here. Well, I think that works in your advantage, actually, because I find that a lot of people that dive into research too much end up repeating regurgitated information and there's really no personalized spin or even understanding of what they're sharing, they're just kind of repeated, repeating words that they've learned. So, um, sure. and then you end up pretty much going into yourself deeper, which is kind of part of my shamanic practice anyway, is, is through channels as opposed to relying on other people. You know, it's like, it's more of a personal inner research. 
it's just like that- um, if you were to go to church and you're hearing everything that a pastor says, it's not, you're not getting any personal insight. You're getting insight from somebody else who has already done the research. So I like to take, exactly. uh, I, I've studied the Bible myself on my own quite a, quite a lot, uh, like 13 years ago or so, and still look into it every now and then. But it's like, I take everything that I learned about it and applied it to my life. And I don't go to church, you know, because I, I, I'd rather listen to my own intuition, call that the Holy Spirit or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's just how I am. And, and I think that's a, that's a very commendable way to be. Um, it's, I think it serves you more so in the long run, especially now since everybody out there is serving, you see, <laughs> they're sharing so much information. And everybody's kind of just repeating the same thing, repeating the same thing. And then we end up kind of identifying with certain things that aren't really true simply because it's being said over and over again. Right. Yeah. Just like, just like going to church every Sunday and having the pastor regurgitate everything that he knows and everybody's just sitting there like a, like a, like a bunch of sheep, like nodding their heads. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I, I do believe that a lot of the truth movement out there is, is very well intended, of course. And I'm thankful for it. But it's also I'm seeing this um, this pattern where everybody just repeats this same information and it becomes a lot more fear-based and kind of like we're starting to reject things as opposed to realizing there's polarity to everything. And we can work within those parameters if we can just... <laughs> depend more so on our own connection and our own journey as opposed to trying to kind of, you know, um, go along with, with the status quo. Absolutely. Um, and I'm, for me, like when I first started this journey, uh, not the podcasting thing, but like waking up, so to speak. Right. I, I was really scared. I was scared. I was depressed. I didn't know who I was anymore. And uh, once I researched the Bible and other religions too, not just the Bible, but I, I took a step back and I was like, you know what? Like this, this is getting me nowhere really, unless I just like start living life again, you know? And uh-huh. then I, and then I, it wasn't until COVID hit where I was invited on a podcast and I was like, uh, he invited me to tell my paranormal stories. And then I went on there and I was like, wow, I think I could do this. And then I applied what I knew from my entire life into this show and also getting and getting to know and meet fucking awesome guests. You know, it's so cool. I like yeah. having a guest oriented podcast because I'm not one to just sit there and like uh, stream my own thoughts uh, I'd rather like go back and forth with somebody else who's like minded. So that's that's where I am at today. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm happy to hear you say that because you know I I've tried to create content and um, I find that um, it's so much easier when it's it's like in a conversation setting as yeah. opposed to you talking. You know what I mean? It's it's yep. the ideas. Uh, the thoughts come easier. It's kind of more, um, yeah, I enjoy it a lot more so I can see why, why you have this approach. It's a great approach. 
Yeah, like some people, don't get me wrong, it's just not who I am, but some people are very good at sitting there solo and just spitting out facts and ideas with nonstop without any pause. Yeah. Um, but that's just not me. Uh, like my friend Provo Kid from Utah, he is amazing. Yeah. Like you'll never hear him repeat anything in one podcast. He's just constantly streaming his thoughts. And I, I, I commend him for that. And I appreciate it because I listen to it all the time. And I'm like, wow, this guy is so like, like out there, but based and also very creative with his thoughts. And I, I, I kind of wish I could do that. Maybe I could if I practiced, but yeah. I'm just, I'm just not, that's just not my content. So. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you're here to do it your way and it's, it's needed for you to do it in your own individual way. I think that's, that's part of the lessons we're learning now is how to become individuals. And right. instead of saying, this is the way it's been done, this is the way it should be done just doing it in our own personalized way and still staying true to, to the message that we're trying to, to put out there. For sure. Um, when did you realize, uh, I, like I always ask my guests, when did you first come to the realization that, you know, we are a soul and not, we don't have a soul, but we are a soul. Spiritual well, awakening. Awakening. Uh, it goes back, like way back. Um, oh, it was, two. I would say probably 2006, 2005. Even prior, it was. I was dealing with a breakup, and I went to the library because I was lonely, <laughs> and I found the book, um, "The Way of the Peaceful Warrior," and um, that was just me getting my feet wet. Um, um, what I, made you decide to pick that book up? I don't know. I walked around the library for hours and that was just the one I picked up. <laughs> Probably meant, which, that, meant to happen. <laughs> which, is, which, is, which is usually, I mean, it's, it's how I live my life. You know, if I feel like going somewhere, I go because it's, it's, I'm being called to go and whatever is I find there. Um, I trust that that's what I was supposed to find. Sure. Um, 90% of the time, um, it, it works out it works in my favor. But um, I was lost in the new age for a long time. You know, I was all love and light and um, uh, reading cards. I didn't really consider the darkness uh, whatsoever. I just thought if you stayed positive, you know, I was listening to Abraham, Abraham Hicks and um, it was very new agey. Um, like I said, love and light. Um, they, don't, they don't tell you to do any of the shadow work. No, no, I didn't, you know, I, I, and obviously, um, if you ask for truth, the truth will come. So eventually I started listening to Teal Swan, um, and, um, and things kind of, I took a break for a while. Um, I had some things happen in my life where I completely left everything behind and I kind of just lived life regularly not really considering anything i put aside my spiritual practice this is when i moved to new hampshire um but then i went and um it was a 12-year relationship and um 
I left that relationship and moved out on my own for the first time in 12 years, a month before much the whole country shut down. This is right before the pandemic. It was March 1st I moved out, and New Hampshire, I think, shut down uh, March 15th. And uh, sitting alone in my new apartment, just chilling with my dog, kind of losing my mind, um, I came across a video by Bernhard Gunther and the metric, uh, the, what is it, Cosmic Matrix podcast. Bernhard changed my life. Um, this is when I first, I mean, I became paranoid for, <laughs> for quite some time after listening to his speech. It was, I think, a two-hour speech. And he talked about hyperdimensional beings. And he talked about, um, went very deeply into shadow work and wounds. It's, I mean, I had some understanding. Um, but I kind of shied away from it because I was scared. Right. But once I, once I heard Bernhard speak, um, I would say that was one of the most pivotal times in, in my spiritual awakening journey. That's when a lot of the bubbles of the love and light bullshit burst. And um, I decided to, to really question these things. And I went down so many rabbit holes um, and I started really questioning this whole um, feminism thing and woman empowerment thing, this whole goddess priestess thing. Um, yep. I started really looking into ancient Egypt, um, started questioning um, why um, the whole twin flame thing. And um, that was a very pivotal, pivotal time my life and I haven't been the same since and I'm very happy and thankful for it. So I will credit Bernhard Gunther if I'm not sure if you're familiar with who he is and Laura, not, uh, Laura know, but uh, I'll look into him for sure. And Laura Matsu, um, I mean, amazing human beings. Um, his information, I would not be where I am right now. That's for sure. Mentally, so physically, spiritually. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, overall, you know, like just seeing the life through different lenses, through through this lens of clarity and and really reconnecting with the word God and finding peace with the word God again and um, coming to terms with with in today's age and now you know you have all these things about what an empowered woman now or divine woman or divine masculine and feminine is in this world and and having um having found him like many other um sources of information that i could rely on and then go back into myself and and kind of learn how to be an individual in the in a world full of full of like mass hysteria sheep you know not only that but uh there's a whole lot of uh narcissistic behavior going on too oh I yeah think, i mean I yeah that, I think a lot of that has to do with uh what we're exposed to in pop culture oh yeah well narcissistic behavior is is um it's only it's only so rampant is because you have the other dynamic that's needed for a narcissist to exist. And that's for the codependent. Right. Um, 
you know, so for a victim to be able to exist, there needs to be a narcissist. Victimhood. Um, they need a narcissist so they can continue to feel like a victim, which all stems back to childhood trauma, which is, you know, all our beliefs and the way we live life. It's formed between the ages of one and seven. Uh, so, um, yes, we're all victims of trauma. We're all, you know, we're all trauma survivors. That's true, but it's how much responsibility you're willing to take for it which is going to sure. shape your life and your reality so yeah narcissism narcissism is is rampant um but that's only because there's so many people that need narcissists in their lives so they can remain codependent victims and that's not uh, a popular way of you know many people don't see it that way because they just love to point fingers especially at men you know men women love to let men narcissists um but, yeah, but it goes I, it, it does go the other way too. <laughs> very much so. I think more so than we realize. Yeah. Uh, more so than we realize. Yeah, the world is and that's, you know, I turned into I I experienced narcissism because I became one towards the end of my relationship because I was I was on the other end of the spectrum, you know. I was with a narcissist and in order to kind of free myself from it, I had to become one. So, um, yeah, that's deep. That's heavy. I mean, like you, it's like fighting fire with fire, right? Well, I think it's under, it's, you know, we all have narcissistic qualities Yep. and in, in order to move through something, you have to fully feel it and understand it. And I'm, I'm an extremist in, in, in a way where, um, I like to feel the depths of everything so then I can easily relate to people going through something. So if an sure. opportunity arises, that's, that's part of my healing work is like, yes, I know what it's like to be a narcissist because I acted as one for, for a long time. Well, not a long time. I would say if a good, you know, half a year or so until I, these are, these are the things we have to go through. I believe these are the things that we have to go through in order to, uh, you know, um, what, what's the words I'm looking for here? Um, to kind of know, transcend it, yeah. Like gain the fruits of the Holy Spirit. You're not just going to have them automatically just by saying, I'm a sinner and I invite you, Jesus, into my life. No. Uh, once you do that, then you're going to be tested. Then you're going to be thrown into the fire and have to learn how to develop all these things. And you're, in a way, giving your power away. Yeah. You're definitely giving away your power because there's nothing more powerful than realize as much as you are God, you're the complete opposite as well. So if you don't yep. face the darkness within you, I mean, we've all had multiple lifetimes, countless lifetimes on this earth. We weren't these, you know, like this is not our first go round. The only way that we're able to talk about these topics, like me and you together right here, is because we've done the legwork in previous lifetimes. So we weren't all saints and saviors in those lifetimes. You know what I mean? We've all lived dark lifetimes where we were the villain and we have total capability to be the villains. Um, and until we face that, it rules us. And that's how we become susceptible to, you know, hyperdimensional attacks. Um, so we have to face the darkness within and not just, 
the God within. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm totally getting goosebumps right now, like from head to toe. Because mm. I totally resonate with that. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know anything about my past lives or anything, but I don't know. It, 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 like, I just, I'm, I'm so mind blown how I can think how I think. And most people around me don't think like I do. Yeah, I'm still, you know, I'm still yeah. able to get along with them, though. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I'm not judgmental about anybody because I know, like, most of the shit that the people have been through that I know, I can relate to. Yes. And, and I'm okay with that, you know? Well, that's, that's human compassion, and that's why you're able to um, actually discern so much and, and, and be able to... Um, to make your way in a world full of insanity and you're, you're able to stay sane because, but that's the thing. If you don't do the inner work, you'll see other people and you'll judge them and then you become them. When you look at other people, who they are and why they are the way they are without judgment, you're no longer becoming that. You're just observing. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I do. I observe. I don't judge because like, yeah yeah because I know what it's like to be there and it's like people like I can't <clears throat> I can't go around like a like an evangelist saying you need to wake up you need to wake up that's what I initially thought when I first found out about all this shit that's going on in the world same fact is is that you can't wake people up you can you can speak words but you can't throw it in their face like an evangelist because everybody has their own fucking path and they're either gonna, they're either chosen to wake up or they're not. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because everybody has a soul plan and you don't, we don't know how evolved that soul is. We don't know how many lifetimes they've been here. We don't know what their karma is. You know, I mean, karma plays a big role in, in, uh, in our path here in every single lifetime. So um, it's kind of like messing with God's infinite, beautiful plan when we kind of get in the way with that and get in somebody's face and start screaming like, you need to wake up. Why don't you see? I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like I was completely flabbergasted by the fact that people still trust the government. Like when this whole shit rolled out, yeah. I was like, people seriously trust the government. Like I thought we were all on board knowing that like you don't trust the government. Like I was legit surprised by how many people, um, uh, <laughs> you know, and I was angry for a long time you know, um, because you were I, already awake. Yeah. But not as much as I thought I was. Right. B because, uh, you know, I was still going out there with my big ego screaming, like, up, oh, you're stupid. And it's like, they're not stupid. They're just not privy to the information that you I'm privy to because exactly th they're not where I am. Uh, on my on, on my journey on my you know because this isn't just a lifetime this is your soul's work that's multiple multiple lifetimes so what we can just see in this lifetime is so limited really because we really don't know how long anybody's been and how many times they've been incarnated on this on this 
this work. So I'm sure, you know, I, I can't judge. I can't judge. And I, and I won't, will I speak? Yes. Only when the occasion arises, like right now speaking to you, I, I can't be one of those people mouthing off like that anymore. I mean, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been tackled in grocery stores for refusing to wear a mask. Cause I was to the point, you, you know what I mean? Like I've had cops show up at my house because I took pictures out of vaccination clinic. You know what I mean? So, um, will I still do that? Yeah. Sometimes I need an adrenaline rush. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good test of your resilience, right? And nervous system because my heart doesn't start beating really fast. I become very calm and centered and yeah. I know what I'm doing is within my rights, uh, and my, um, not, not even within my, but it's true to my spirit and how I know that I can stand up for myself without having to um, kind of boast about it, if that makes any sense. Like, it doesn't have to be a spectacle, but I can still. Um, but it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. So I kind of stay away from it now. You know what I mean? I went to this jab clinic that they were having, like, down the street. I don't even know why I stopped. And I saw a needle go into a kid's arm and I fucking broke. I broke, man. I couldn't, I couldn't get myself together. It really fucking sucks. Even when I see uh, a family come into where I work at, I never mentioned the name of the company that I work for, but whenever I see a whole family and the parents have like two or three kids and they're all masked and like, get that fucking mask off that kid's face, dude. that that I fought for for a long time I was actually very heavily involved I went to a lot of protests I met a lot of good people because for me it's all about the children and it'll forever be about the kids they're the future they are not only the future but they are the ones being they're the most susceptible to programming yeah Uh, you know what I mean and these are these are kids that are they can they can with just how they're brought up completely change the whole trajectory and affect the lifetimes for so many generations. And we're squandering that away because we choose to live in this fearful state of just like complete ignorance and unable to actually be brave enough to see into the shadows. And that's where it comes down to. We're too afraid to look to the shadows. And, and it really is, it really is a fear of nothing because this whole fucking thing that never existed in the first place. No, it didn't actually. Uh, my experience with it was, um, see, when, when people talk a lot about something, this is why it was all over the news. This is why it was everywhere. Because when people talk about something and it's constantly being put in your face and, you know, you're constantly exposed to it everywhere you go. Um, you take it as part of yourself. You start identifying with it. And what it actually did is it re-traumatized people to open old childhood wounds that they never faced. And it opened up channels for these hyperdimensional attacks to come through. And that's how sickness in the body forms. It was really another one, another one of these, you know, the dark agenda works in a very, and when I, I don't, I'm not sure if you know what I mean when I say the dark agenda, I mean, actually the hyper, hyperdimensional alien forces that have been fucking with our consciousness for, for the longest time. It's, they feed off of us and we're a food source and, um, 
if it wasn't for that, you know, they wouldn't be here. It's just so like, it's just these- like fucking Mon- Monsters, Inc. from uh, Disney. I think it was Disney. I- exactly. Exactly yeah. like that. They feed off the fear and it, they, it gives them power. Yeah, but see, they make so we all laugh at it. But in reality, they're showing us because they can't have complete domination until they've fully been exposed. But right. until they can fully expose themselves, they have to go inch by inch by inch. And when the time comes for total domination of them, of us, uh, you know, the rebellion will be, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it'll be too late. So it's, this is a really pivotal time in history. And, you know, we really we really need these millennials to get off their fucking oh, ADHD. You know, I I'm not sure if I'm male or female. Lives matter bullshit. And we really need them to to sit in the dark fucking room and face their demons. Like we really need that to happen. Like everybody's identifying with all this crap out there like, oh, you know, I have uh, PTSD and I have ADHD and I have this and I have that and I'm a, you know, this trauma and that trauma and that trauma. And this whole healing industry has become just this huge identifier of, hey, I'm a victim. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing I can do about it. When in reality, you really just need to be like, hey, you're responsible. You're responsible for fixing this shit. So go sit down and face it instead of talking about it and making another TikTok about how you have ADHD. Exactly. Or that you're trigender. And I commented on somebody's trigender video. uh, I think it was today or yesterday. And I'm sitting there saying they might as well just identify as a NASA employee because NASA ne- never, never a straight answer, right? None of these people can give you a straight answer of what they think about their own gender. And it's just like, and- what the fuck are you talking about? Try gender. I don't understand the confusion about gender anyway. There's two genders. There's I- male and female. Pull your fucking pants down. Let me see if you got a dick or a pussy and then I'll tell uh, yeah. you what you are. That's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's simple biology. You're either a man or a woman. But the thing is, um, the brain's been fucked with so much because these, um, you know, these uh, these forces that come through, they, you know, the way for them to enter our body is through these woundings that we yeah. have that we have faced. The you know, aka shadow work is the name of the game. And um, they come through and they confuse and they will confuse your sexuality. They love attaching to the chakra. Um, And I've done this, you know, I've done the work myself where I sat in meditation for hours at a time and uh, actually removing this parasites from the chakra systems. They attach to the sacral chakra very easily. They confuse they love to confuse your sexuality. That's why so many people are addicted to porn. That's why you have so many women out there fighting for feminism because they can sleep with us how many men they want. And they're, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. That's how they attach and they confuse people. And now we have, what, four-year-olds getting fucking gender change, like sex change operations. Like, I, I, really, I really think that these, I mean, I don't believe in the foster care system. I think it's the most disgusting uh, system um, out there. But these are not people that are fit to be parents. Like, Yeah, the parents that like, actually agree with their child saying they want to get a fucking sex change or... 
<clears throat> not only agreeing, but like fucking coercing them. Exactly. Just so they can get recognition. Just so they can be viewed as these parents. And not only that, they're bullying doctors into agreeing because a lot of the doctors don't want to do this. But if they don't do this, they lose everything they've ever worked for. So this is where true ethics... I'm going to kind of disagree with that. Uh, I think there's a lot of doctors pushing it because it makes them a fucking shitload of money. Oh, no, no, no. That's very true, of course. That's very, very true. But a lot of doctors that won't go along with it will lose their practice, just like if they don't sign up with these big name, you know, um, you can definitely see in Connecticut because you have like Harford Healthcare and all this stuff. If they don't sign up with these big providers, they, they, you know, they will lose everything. They will lose their practice. They will lose. Right. Um, they're, kind uh, of, they're backed into a corner. They are, and that's how they get people. They back them into a corner. The only thing is, um, a true warrior has been backed into a corner lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And I do believe a lot of us truth speakers now, this is our time to redeem ourselves. This is our time to really come through because they are going to back us into a corner more and more and more. And oh, yeah. um, To the point where the Bible says we will be beheaded for our faith. Yeah, and the thing is, though, is um, I welcome the challenge because back me into a corner because I don't see walls as stopping me from moving forward at all. So you can back me into that I won't either find my way out of or um, or die there standing up for my truth, for God's truth. I feel the same way. Yeah, I, I mean, I always... I said it jokingly so many times. Like, I volunteered as tribute when I came to planet Earth. Like, you yeah. know, I volunteered as tribute. Honestly, like, all the shit that's happening now, I feel like everything is, is coming full circle into what's happened to me in my past, in this life, from every fucking moment up to now. I, I just feel like everything has come full circle and I feel like, yeah, I was meant to be here at this fucking time. I was meant to be born at this time. The family that I have was meant to be the things that have happened. You know that, you know what I'm saying, right? Like it just feels like everything. Yeah. Like everything is meant to be. It's crazy. Well, that's, that's because you chose it all before you came. Yeah. You chose your parents. You chose to come here. You chose to come here time and time and time again. See, the earth, it's, it's a the, volunteer for my, mission. For my soul growth. Oh, yeah. It's a volunteer mission. No soul was ever forced to incarnate on earth. I remember when I first saw the earth and fell in love with it, and I wanted to be part of making sure that the earth continues to be. I'm very connected to Mother Earth. I know exactly uh, how she feels and how she breathes um, gifts. I know how to touch her. I commune with nature on a daily basis. Um, I remember when I fell in love with the earth and I chose to come here because of my love for her and how beautifully she can sustain us in our physical bodies. I mean, it's, it's, it's an incredible, incredible thing that Mother Earth is able to do for us. 
And the more that we anchor God into ourselves and the more we root God deep into her core, the stronger she becomes and the more she can purge the darkness from within herself that unfortunately has been energetically transferred into her because of how much darkness we've been holding within ourselves over these lifetimes, you know? But that's the thing, the dark agenda is very skilled. They, they can hijack the natural world. I do believe that eventually um, they will, uh, they've already started, um, uh, you know, uh, kind of manipulating nature and manipulating animals. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, kind of against us. All the foods that we eat, fuck everything. The animals, they're injecting them with hormones, all that shit. Uh, now you got the whole egg apocalypse thing going on. Uh, oh, yeah. The only reason for that, the only reason for that is because the eggs kind of de- uh, destroy the, the spike proteins, right? So they don't want people to eat eggs, right? You know what? I'm not really familiar. I got to tell you because I don't really pay it. anything that hits mainstream media. I don't really pay attention to. Um, <laughs> I really don't. I mean, um, I know I'm just, that there wasn't. I'm just familiar. I'm just familiar with it because of my podcasting circle. Exactly, like, and and no, it's wonderful. I'm thankful for take on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. You know, but uh, I was a vegan for a very long time. And I have to tell you, that was one of the most mind control fucking things that it took me forever to let go of veganism. It was um, it was very, very, very hard. Um, My whole journey with food and um, eating nothing but fruits and vegetables that have been so depleted because the earth is depleted. She's been raped for fucking millennia of course you know what i mean she's not as fertile as she used to be because we're such over consumers but we're over consumers because we're being over consumed by forces you know what i mean so it's yeah. it's like a um sorry i said a lot there but <laughs> no i, I totally hear you uh, I, yeah I, no I, dropping I, the whole veganism the- thing and Sorry, I see um, consumerism on a daily basis and it's in a mass yeah. scale. And I just don't understand why people would come to a place that has like 50 million fucking, I'm over exaggerating, obviously, but 50 million people in one place. And then there's like no rules anymore. It's just like people like not watching out for their fellow man and just getting what they want and getting out. And it's like, there's fights in the parking lot and shit. It's like, you people are disgusting. I got to tell you what really, really shook me. Um, a few weeks ago, I, I met up with a friend um, that I don't get to meet up with often. And we were just like, oh, let's go do some thrifting. You know, we were just looking to like maybe find like a little trinket or something. Um, and we were like, this, this, it was this Goodwill outlet store. And I had no idea what I was walking into. <laughs> I walked in. Do you you know when you see like um you 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 go and and um you go to feed lots for these animals that have been you know they just feed them shit but these yeah. animals don't know any different and they just run to these troughs and and they start eating like they've never seen food before. That's how it was. It was a whole bunch of empty eyes just sorting through bins of garbage. Yeah. And loading their carts up with absolute garbage. 
simply to have it when yeah. they didn't need it. It was like I couldn't. I had to like I was like I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to go take a shower. I need to go wash. Oh, yeah. It was wow. I was like for what? For what? It was just it was like animals feet on dead carcasses that have been yeah. rotting for for years. Like that's how disgusting it was. I've been no exaggeration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been through uh, a period in my life where like everything was taken from me through my um, uh, storage storage unit. Yeah. And like I had like a like I'm a huge gamer, right? So I had like this fucking video game collection and all that. Uh, music CD collection, vinyl collection, clothes, all this shit, fucking gone. And it wow. It devastated me, and then I was like, I was already on board with uh, the creator, and I was like, you know what? I guess this is you you giving me a lesson that I don't need all this shit. Yeah, but that's that's a test by fire for sure. That could have not been easy yeah. for you at all. It wasn't easy at all, but I, I, I'm okay with it now because I, I come to the realization that uh, God is like, you need to let go of this whole materialism bullshit. And now I'm seeing yeah. it everywhere. People are like collecting the most pointless shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, dude, like I get it, but you need to let go of that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I don't go to stores like Walmart. Don't even get me started on target because the whole target logo um, if you can avoid looking at it, I suggest you do because there's something there. I don't know what it is, but I'll close my eyes while I'm driving just so I don't see it. Like there's something, I, I don't know what it is, but there's something about Target that is a lot more evil than, than, than people realize. But I don't and go to stores so, like. It's so basic too, like Target uh -huh. and it's all red and it's a fucking bullseye. Yeah, but there's something to it, man. There's something to it and I don't know what it is. It's black but magic. It is black magic for sure. It's for sure black magic. And um, but I went to Walmart because I don't know what it was that I I needed. It was like an emergency, and it was right by my house. And it was like the first time in a long time that I went into Walmart. Walk into Walmart, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Ooh, this is on sale." I'm like, "Ooh, what's this?" What's it took a lot for me to just keep walking a straight line. Without being yeah. like, oh, but do I need this tank top in this color? Or look at these shoes are on sale. I could use a new pair of shoes. No, you don't. But you don't need a new pair of shoes. No. But it was just like this impulse. I need it. I need it. I need it. But like, check in with yourself. Do you really need it? Or does your ego want it? The right. Conditioned self that's been taught to to just consume and consume want it or do you actually really need it and will you respect yep. it or will it just sit there and then you're going to be like shit i never should you know sure so. sure it comes back to uh, my childhood my upbringing my parents were never rich right we we're like mm -hmm. you know kind of like middle class but we we you know my dad raised me and my my four other siblings, you know, which weren't his, they weren't yeah. his kids. He took them on and then he had me. And so he was raising them and me. And so I got like bottom of the barrel fucking shoes 
which I didn't know. I, I just thought they were sh- cool shoes, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I go to school and people are making fun of me because I got fucking bargain shoes. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't understand why you're making fun of me. I just got shoes on, you know? Yeah. And it's the same thing. It's, it's just like multiply that by like a thousand today. And that's because that was back in the mid eighties. Right. Yeah. And it's like, because of that, I never gave a shit about like, I mean, some, somewhat I, I did like, I like to look pretty decent. Right. But like, I don't care about fucking, you know, having a Gucci bag or fucking Nike <laughs> shoes or whatever. Right. Especially when you look into like the sweatshops that, that are involved with uh, making these things. And that's it. That's you said it there perfectly. It's about knowing where this product comes from. It's about knowing the energetics of where this stuff is coming from. I'm all about picking up my clothes at a thrift. I sell my clothes all the time. Why? Because I like to reuse something if I can, because people are so easy to just dispose of things because yeah. they want the latest and the newest, but really tuning into where something came from and what energy is behind it and how you're obtaining it is very, very important. So no, labels don't mean shit to me. Labels mean some young kid was probably sewing something with bloody fingers and yep. his, being, yeah. Being and, whipped. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And, f- and for what? For to me, experience luxury. No, and I tell people, I tell, I tell people this shit, Agnes. I tell people this shit, and they're like, "I don't care. I just like the shoes." I'm like, "Well, you should yeah. fucking care." Well, that's that's exactly it. Or it's like going to a concert, and like somebody said to me, "It's like, oh, I would see Pink in concert." I'm like, "Are you serious? You call yourself, you know, you call yourself an awake, awake person that." But you're gonna go support Pink and give her money? Are Who's you now out supporting your fucking Pfizer? Mind? Exactly with her stupid fucking uh, COVID commercials. Are you out of your mind? And then you're gonna tell me how to support you know you support major sport events and all this stuff, and you're watching the Grammys and you're all into reality TV <laughs> and you're caught up. Hard are doing but you're gonna tell me that you believe and follow the truth get the fuck out of here you need to sit in a quiet room a little longer you don't know what you're talking about righteous anger has now entered the chat (laughs) you know i try to keep it cool i i I try but there comes a time where you have to be you have to be brutally honest and you gotta be a little bit aggressive you gotta be a little bit aggressive yeah. If I'm meant to trigger people, let me trigger people. I've triggered the shit out of people. I actually stopped my other account. Like I, like, oh my god, I was I was a bit angry. I was, uh, but at the same time, it's like you know, I'm I, I am here to trigger people, and if I trigger people, then rightfully so, because I don't do it by pushing truth in their face. I do it simply by being me and yeah. speaking without hesitation what I know to be true. And I wouldn't say it unless I double checked it and asked God about it. So. Sure. I mean, like there's so much in our world, like, like the materialistic world, like even, even the whole fucking marriage thing. Okay. 
you're not married unless you give your fucking woman a diamond. And how are diamonds fucking produced? And I honestly don't ever, I, I, I could see, I think maybe, um, I never understood a lot of these things like ever since I was a child. So I know that I've been half for many lifetimes because even as a little kid, I was like, like spend millions of dollars or like thousands and thousands of dollars on some grand wedding. It's like, why would I do that? I don't, I mean, I'm all about luxury. I enjoy luxury. I enjoy being taken care of. Of course I do. But um, at the same time, it's like, why? Why would I want a diamond that's going to sit on my finger where I'd rather go see and explore the world and get life enriching experience with somebody that I love? Like, it just makes no sense to me. I never understood diamonds. I never understood it either. It's such a fucking because people all always like when you when you tell people like what you think about it, all they say is, "Well, it's tradition." Yeah, but what is tradition? Where did it come from? People don't question anything. They just blindly accept it as fucking cultural appropriation yeah. or, or symbolism or tradition. And it's like fucking yeah. get rid of that shit, man. Like fuck off. <laughs> I read this quote and it was from a kid. <laughs> I don't know where I read this. It was somewhere on one of my scrolling phases on Instagram, probably. And it was this young little boy that said, you know, tradition is just being bullied by dead people to do what they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking and, beautiful. And I thought it was like, well, damn kid, wait to sum it up. <laughs> totally. And there's a lot of young kids now that are fully awake already, you know? And when yeah, you come, they- yeah, yeah. You come into this world and you're awake, but then you get the fucking filters and the blinders pulled down, right? Uh-huh. And it's disgusting. I work with this kid who's 21 and he's autistic and he's so fucking hilarious and he's so awake and it, yeah. God bless man you know like at first when he started with us he was very quiet you couldn't get a fucking word out of him but once he got to know you he just fucking all cylinders you know yeah and he's so funny and he told me this story and this is going back to what we were talking about earlier um he told me a story about how uh this other autistic kid in his in his high school he was like five foot three his name was dante and he was autistic <clears throat> and he would play it off so good that he would walk through the halls of the high school and slap chicks asses and the boyfriends would be like standing there fuming because and they, they couldn't do anything about it. They'd just be like angry and they couldn't do anything about it because they knew he was autistic. So he was playing the autistic, autistic community card <clears throat> and the girls would just be like, the girls would just be like, Oh, he's so cute. And the boyfriend would be like, fuck, I want to kill him, but they can't, right? So funny. Yeah, that is... (laughs) More mental illness that's going to be accepted as regular behavior, or, you know, you got to accept them, the more shit they're going to be able to get away with. Yeah, see, I think... um... My view on autism is, is, you know... um... 
people are afraid of autistic children. Um, uh, I mean, there's different, I know they fall into different criteria on the spectrum or whatever. Um, but these kids, they were born with different brains because their brain is a gift. And instead of trying to morph it and change it to kind of fit into society, we should just really take the time to understand how their brain works. But we sure. also need to understand that early vaccines and women's diets and men's diets cause autism. And this is, um, there's a difference between actual kids being born awake and in this new, you know, bringing this kind of new earth into into reality through being. Sorry, you're, you're cutting out there, Agnes. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you know, I think in utero, like when when women, you know, they're. They're taking all these all these prenatals and stuff, and these kids are coming out like you know they're already they're already screwed a little bit, and then they pump them up full of these these medicines, you know, within the, the first six yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, and then and then they wonder why these these kids are so different. So there's and it's, I it's think- the crazy thing about the the whole drugs is that you're trying to suppress who they really are. Exactly. And it's, it's, you know, instead of like, and you're just probably just going to get a whole, like a whole more plethora of problems when it comes to drugging them up, as opposed to just letting them be who they are and dealing with it and like setting up some kind of a itinerary or whatever for your child. No, you're just going to drug them and send them off to public school, you know? Well, well, that's what it is. It's like you don't want to carry the because a, a child with developmental different developmental styles, you know, it requires tender love and care beyond that which a parent is accustomed to giving in today's world. Yeah. So they have to be more present. They have to be more active. They have to be more proactive. But most of the, they have to be present. You can't just send a kid off to school like that. And then be like, peace and see ya, figure it out. Yeah. You know, you have to actually, but then who who can survive in a one-income home anymore? You know what I mean? So it's that's pretty much what it comes down to. It's like, I think having a parent at home with a child is the most important thing ever. Um, and, and yeah, that's the thing, like, me growing up my mom had like a part-time job whereas my dad had a full-time job and they were still able to you know create a functional family yeah but now if you have one person staying at home and the other person working full-time you're kind of fucked because you can't make it financially with one with one person making the bread you know unless that's a lot of fucking money yeah and that's what I'm saying. We need to we need to, of course, change our language around that too, and we need to change the way we view abundance and the way we view money, which I think is that's why we're so easily entrapped into this matrix that's been created for us because of our limited view of abundance and not realizing that breath is money. That's as simple as it is. Breath true. is very money. true. Um, and I think switching our language. And which is insanely hard 
But a lot of the hindrances in today's world is actually having this idea that, you know, poverty is commonplace and that, you know, there's this one top percent that rules the world and they have all the money. If we keep talking about it in those parameters, it will continue to be true and we'll continue to feed it like the beast it is always hungry as opposed to. I was going to say, what do you think the solution is to that? The solution is personal, personal responsibility for how we speak and approach money and how we think about it. And it's not an easy path because this is something that's been ingrained in us for, for so long. I mean, this is deep to reach the root of, of financial, actual security and freedom and pull up that dirty root that keeps us, you know, in repetitive cycles of poverty and not enough. That's a deep one, dude. And that requires a lot of work and a lot of self-awareness, but it is very doable. It is very doable. It just takes a lot of courage. It starts with us shifting our vocabulary. We talk about it. Then the way we think about it, and then the way we feel about it, because thoughts create feelings and feeling creates realities, <laughs> you know. So um, yeah. it's all about it's, it, it, it's switching the, the conversation about it. Yeah, very, very fucking difficult. It, it is very difficult because we believe Wait. it's difficult at the same time. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's switching yeah. every single aspect in which we approach it. Is it difficult? Yes but we can make it easy. And now we have to believe that we can make it easy. I mean, we, we live, you know, we're master creators. This is what we I'm are. saying. This is, this, this is a redemption time. If we, are made if we are made in God's image, then we have all the potential to be like God, right? Exactly. Not, and not a God, but part of God. Part of God. It's like, you know, it's like, what is that saying? You're not a drop in the ocean. You're a whole ocean in a drop. So it's like both are true. You know what I mean? You, God wasn't like, oh, hey, I'm going to make you. You chose to be like, hey, God, I'm going to go represent you on earth. So that way we can further expansion and the wholeness of the universe can grow. Like, that's what it was. Like, we are fucking skilled warriors and that's what we're not realizing we are skilled warriors and we have done this for lifetimes and lifetimes we have put we have pushed ourselves to the edge our master creators like we are masters there's no doubt about it we are so fucking powerful and the only way that we can remain small is we forget about our power and that's why the dark agenda is running so rampant because they have made sure that we forgot about our power and our power is our words and our actions and our attitude and our state of being. It's a lot simpler than we make it out to be. It just seems so complicated because there's so much fucking garbage put in our way that we have to sift through, you right. know? Um, what was I going to say? Shit. Uh, it's, I, I think it's funny that <clears throat> I grew up in a household that was like totally non-religious. We had a label put on us like, uh, yeah, we're Anglican. And, I, and I, we never really went to church. My parents never pushed me to go to church because they didn't go. And I just thought it was so fucking funny that I had this 
awakening. And I'm like, I didn't even go to church unless it was for a funeral or a wedding or yeah. whatever. Right. And it's like, fuck man, how did I, how did I get here? You know, it, it's, it's just, yeah. it just blows my mind sometimes. It's like, yeah. You know, and it's be- because I, you I chose actually, to do it. Yeah. It's, it's wild. If we need to give ourselves due credit. We need to give ourselves due credit that we're actually brave enough to be the ones to, to do this. Right. Like, we don't credit ourselves enough, you know what I mean? And I'm not talking about, like, this ego fucking, like, oh, I'm great, I'm awesome, I know more than you, I'm so enlightened, exactly. I'm so... It's like, no, hey, I found this beautiful truth, and I want to share it with you because I love you. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. The only reason why I do this podcast and I take my time out to do it is not only because I feel like it's therapy for me, but I want to get it out there so other people will listen to my voice and say and start, you know, start questioning everything that's around them and about their own life. It's not for money. It's for growth for myself and other people. Exactly. And it impacts your community. Not only that, but as you're doing it, you are anchoring into the earth, the higher consciousness that is needed to bring about this new world that we're trying to create. So you're so of service when you do that. Even this is why I share like seriously what I have like, you know, like no followers. I don't really I share and I say what I say and I talk to people the way I do and I connect with people and my clients the way I do simply because it's almost selfish in a way, but at the same time, so completely selfless because you're anchoring that you've becoming part of that consciousness that holds it. And yeah. that change, it has a ripple effect. It does. It does. It, it inspired. I, I've had people come up to me and say, dude, do you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah. And then they, they, they inquire about it and I tell them about what it's, what it's all about. And they start listening and they're like, dude, you're inspiring me to do something. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. That's what That's it's all beautiful. about. That's yeah. all I want. That's all I want. Because you know? you're holding that space vibrationally and it shows up in your voice. It shows up. It comes through the podcast. It comes through your voice. You know, it's, it's the vibration that you're holding. That's, so of service when you do such things you know it's it's a beautiful thing and you do it out of love or you wouldn't be able to do it and you wouldn't yeah. be successful and you wouldn't be driven to keep doing it if it was I could, funny I could, yeah. I could easily say oh fuck this i'm not making any money off of this podcast why am i doing it you know yeah but i but do it, because I'm passionate about it. yeah yeah and i bet you about it started. yeah and I just want to inspire other people to do something, you know, instead of just yeah. like, I had some guy yesterday and I, I was saying, he's like, Oh, you got the day off tomorrow. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, Oh, you're just going to chill. Eh? I'm like, yeah, well, it's kind of a busy day. I got to do laundry and I got a podcast. Right. And he's like, Oh, you have a podcast. I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, what's, what do you talk about? And I told him about all the shit that I talk about. And he's like, cool. Well, I just do my nine to five thing. And I'm like, yeah, well I do this because it fills a fucking void in my soul that I need to get fucking filled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, and that's, that's amazing. We need more men like you in this world. 
because it's driven men that believe in their voice and want to share their their passion with with the rest of the world that that that'll bring on lasting change the world needs real men <laughs> like very badly badly <laughs> it's funny because i it could have come in any other form it could have been me making music which i can also i'm also very capable of which i'll probably incorporate later uh, oh that'd be great that would be awesome yeah but like it could have come because like a uh, 2009 or so I had this very creative burst. Um, I started writing music and I kind of went a little bit with it and then I kind of dropped it and now I'm living in an apartment building so I can't jam out so loud. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I got to do something creatively and that this is the form of my creativity right now, but no. this is going to be episode 99 and I think by episode 100, uh, my friend and I are working on a new intro theme song for the show. So it's going to be awesome. And we were writing it uh, last weekend. And uh, yeah, I, just, I can't wait to, to put that out too. I just want to like let this grow more and more as I keep doing it because I'm not going to stop, you know? And you shouldn't. You shouldn't because, I mean, I can... A, um, you're a very good conversation, you know, you're very good to, to talk to. Um, you hold conversation really well. And um, you can just tell that you're very passionate about it. You can tell that you're um, excited about it, that you um, I do. And I think it's really, I think it's really, really good for you, actually. Like, really good for you. I think it affects probably your mood. I think it makes you feel a lot better. Um, just happier <laughs> oh for sure like um yeah. even even before i started doing this i was a happy-go-lucky guy but now that i'm doing this i'm like even way better you know yeah. it just improves everything all aspects about my life because i know i'm giving something to the world and i can say the world because i have listeners in all over the world it's crazy to me you know that's so awesome but it's like like it blew my fucking mind when I looked at like the statistics. I'm like, holy shit, Spain, Australia, Germany, Saudi Arabia. I'm like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. As, yeah. as very few plays that I get on my show, I still have an audience worldwide, right? So it's just cool to me that I can share this love that I have and, and have beautiful people on here such as yourself and all my other guests, you know? and sharing yeah. their thoughts with the world. It's fucking, it's incredible. Yeah, no, it, it really is. It's, it's, I'm happy to be a part of it, but like, and, and I think this is my part of my, my healing <laughs> abilities um, because I am picking up that you're actually, this is really, really actually good for you. And I think you should really, really, really stick with it. Yeah. To tell you that I'm not really sure. Um, but something's telling me to tell you that keep going with this because um, you have and patients um, will go really really well for you no matter who you talk with so. yeah it's funny another funny thing is that I was always like that person in, in school or high school where anybody could come up to and, and talk yeah. and I would give my own personal advice to and I was like 
I don't know if I'm right about it, but this is my advice, you know, and people yeah. kind of gravitate toward me. And I was, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay. And now I'm thankful I have a, a, a like a platform to do that with. Right. So yeah. but this, this is not a, a therapy show by any means. It's just pe- people uh, speaking their truth. Right. So it's, it's just but, awesome. But, but that is therapy is people telling truth to be able to speak truth between two people. That's true therapy. Yeah. That's church that's true authenticity and to live in a world so full of fucking fakeness it, to get together with somebody and be authentic and speak truths to each other. That's, that's the whole point of life. Yeah. <laughs> that's what life is about to be authentic and speak truth at each other. That's true. That's true inner work. That's true connection. And, and I think it's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you, what do you think the future holds for humanity? What do you think about like the whole new earth thing versus the great reset, what they want versus what the truthers want? Well, you know, it's like who knew the revolution would look like this. Right. But, (laughs) but what do I think about the future world? I think it's going to get ugly. I've had dreams there's different timelines that can go in. Um, oh God, I, I, I have crazy dreams almost every night. <clears throat> my dreams start. My dreams started right before this whole plan. Um, I we're looking about three and a half years ago. It's when I stopped smoking pot on a daily basis, and um, my dreams really started to get super vivid. And I started dreaming about zombies. And I couldn't understand why I didn't really, I was, like I said, I was going through my breakup at that point. So I wasn't really paying attention to it, but I've had dreams and it can go. um, I mean, the timeline shifts every day. If I was really to tune into it on a daily basis, I'd probably go crazy, but it's not going to be fun. We're not going to be running through the fucking fields of healthy food, singing Kumbaya anytime soon. (laughs) That's for sure. That's not good. <laughs> uh, well, this is where the Bible talks about tribulation, right? Yeah, well, it's going to be everybody fucking hold on. Everybody hold yeah. on. You better have a solid, solid grasp on your sanity, on reality, and on truth to make it through what's coming. Nature Absolutely. will start. Nature and Mother Earth is getting pissed. So Mm -hmm. you think these natural disasters are the end of it? Yo, you want to hear a woman roar? You wait till Mother Earth really starts roaring. And um, yeah, no, it's all going to have to come to light because they're all going to, you know, the dark agenda, like I said, they're going to keep exposing themselves more and more and more. And people are going to become more and more deviant. And it's what's going to happen. And they're going to turn on each other a lot more. I do believe there's camps coming. Um, I've had dreams about that. Um, I do believe like, the water like, has a lot uh, to do with it. Like FEMA camps kind of thing? Uh, I think more than that. Um, I mean, what's a, tell me what a FEMA camp is, because like, it's, like, it's pretty much like a concentration camp, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah. you know, where, oh, the people that don't want to be vaccinated or don't want to take the, the uh, digital ID system they're going to be the vaccines, yeah the vaccine's not yeah. going to matter at all that's that's all yeah. that's all done with i mean that was just a trial run mm-hmm. the vaccine was pretty, it was pretty much uh, you know to see how many kids would take candy from a stranger 
Like that's pretty much right. what that was. They're gonna what they're gonna bring out now is gonna be you're not gonna be able to escape it. There's no off grid community that you'll be able to live on to escape it. It's just not gonna happen. It's gonna, gonna be, have to be if even if you're living off grid, they're gonna be able to find you anyway and they'll take you out. Oh, of course. And they won't even take you out, but they'll control you in every single way. So if you're going to want to eat, you're going to have to conform in some way, shape or form. That's coming, but it can also all depends what this new generation does. And like I said, if these millennials start facing their shadows, they're going to lose their grasp more and more. But is it going to get ugly? Oh, yeah, it's going to get ugly. You know, it's just like when Putin invaded, you know, everybody's like, oh, he's draining the swamp. It's like, calm down, people. Okay. Nobody's draining shit. Like, yeah, of yeah. course, we all did our research about it. Yeah, it's like nobody in power is going to be draining anything for you or fixing anything for you. You're still looking for a savior. Get a fucking grip. This is not yep. going to happen. What I'm saying is like, yeah, no, nature's going to turn a little bit because they're already controlling. They're, they're fucking with nature and they're fucking with the earth, like weather patterns. And um, our, she's not going to she's not going to put up with that for much longer she's been raped long enough <coughs> and find that, that, yeah I, I hear you do you find that the what recently happened in, in turkey was uh man-made or uh mother nature that was not mother nature it was not i don't believe it was mother nature no no that's the thing like i had a friend tell me Oh, I woke up and I saw the Bible and Isaiah something, something. And it said something about earthquakes. God will send earthquakes and no. then to the news. And it was Turkey and it got, I think God is like sending earthquakes to them. I'm like, I don't think that was God. Uh, I, I really I don't. I don't know. I don't, and you, it's, them, it's them trying to create a false apocalypse to comply with their agenda. Plus they need to do these things once in a while because they need to uh, abduct all the all the parentless children now like this that is what too. they do yeah and feed like, off them oh yeah i mean they're you know it's like if it wasn't for i mean they're all fucking pedophiles they love to feed off of children sexually right, right. mentally you know like physically you know it's so it's god it's like, yeah, no, this was not, I don't think this was Mother Nature at all. Because usually when, um, when something like this happens, um, either I have a premonition or I, ha- I can't even look at the footage, A, because I'm extremely sensitive. And when I think, when I see things like that, I want to take all the suffering onto myself. So these, these people don't have to suffer. I just want to take it all away from them. Right. I'm, I'm super sensitive to that um, just because I can tune into people so easily. But no, I don't think that it was. Um, That's the empath in you. Yeah. Um, which, you know, um, boundaries and whatnot. But um, I don't think that this was natural. I really don't. And um, my friend at work uh, who is awake, uh, like me, he approached me and he's like, look at this article. And he's like, the thing that happened in Turkey, right? I said, yeah. And he said, look at this article. It says, will there be political upheaval in Turkey? And I'm like, you think? Yeah. Because they fucking wanted it to happen. And they oh, fucking wanted uh, it to happen. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just little worker ants to them. They don't, they don't really care. 
5,000 fucking human lives had to go to waste because of this fucking bullshit. Yeah, no, it's 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 absolutely horrendous, but it's, it's only going to get worse. It is, it is. It's, and but, that's why the, oh. I'm saying to you, be fucking ready for uh, images or events that will cause men's heart to fail them. <laughs> Like it says in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I... Um, the, the only thing, actually, that brings me peace in all this is knowing that every soul signed up for the given experience that they're having here. So... Yeah. Um, so that yeah. brings me peace. To see them all suffer like that, you know, it's, it's horrible. It's awful. But a lot of people, that's why you saw an influx in death anyway, because these people, they're just like, I'm out. I'm not here for this. I don't yeah. want to be here for the, for, the, for the whole reset. You know what I mean? So a lot of people are checking out. They're just, their souls are not, you know, they're not at that level yet. And, um, but yeah, no, they're, we're disposable to them. We're like disposable little napkins. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The more that I look into uh, what the World Economic Forum is doing, the more faith I have in God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. in a way, I thank them, you know. Thanks, assholes. Uh, now I know the creator is real. And uh, well, I'm going to go to uh, bliss and peace when I die. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm actually very thankful for the whole pandemic because it was my, like, <laughs> this is when I, when I seriously fucking came to my senses and that's when I found my way back to God. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had a, uh, a little bit of a brief period where you were off the rails there, but, uh, you came full circle, just like I said before earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, um, so. I really wanna. I really wanna make it known, though. Um, I really wanna credit and I wanna give a big shout out to um, Bernhard Gunther and the mate, the Cosmic Matrix. Um, you can find them. I mean, Laura Matsu. She's more. That's his wife. She's on Instagram <coughs> a lot. I really. They really would love for anybody listening to go check these people out. Because they are a gift, really a gift. And um, the information they provide is so real and it's not fluffy. It's not new age. And it so was really, like I said, new age, new age woo woo. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I don't do that shit oh. anymore. <laughs> okay. So, what you and I discussed tonight, how would you separate? our spirituality versus the new age woo-woo shit. Oh, I mean, there's no connection. New age is just it, another, it's, it's, it's been so completely hijacked by the dark agenda. Um, it's, it's fake spirituality. It's a way to make money off of stupid people looking to be saved by somebody. But, but the thing, my question to you is that, you know, they don't really push spirituality in the media or anything. So how is anything new age negative? Um, okay, well, let's take... Um, you're familiar with the fourth dimension, correct? Yeah, there's many dimensions. 
Yeah. Yeah, and so the four. This is where and you the, know most of the five D awakening ascension thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is you know the <laughs> so um, they do push spirituality because they are pushing veganism. They're pushing meditation. Now you have to. People think, oh, I'm just going to sit and meditate. <laughs> if you're not protected and you don't understand, um, if you don't go into shadow work prepared to face darkness. You're going to get lost in there and things can attach to you and things can show up that you're not ready for. If you believe in nothing but love and light and all you have to do is be positive, you are the biggest target for them to feed off of. Because Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Uh, yeah, not also that. <laughs> it's like, you know, you have these people talking about, um, you know, this, all these healers out there. I downloaded a message. And oh, right, even Reiki, right, right. Reiki, I implore anybody to stay the fuck away from Reiki of any kind. I have a friend who practices Reiki. Um, but I have an older friend who practiced Reiki and she stopped because she felt like she was uh, in contact with uh, negativity. And you are. You're, you're, you are. I was Reiki certified. Um, I understand the good intention of Reiki, but this is what I'm saying. And then people go, oh, my God, if I hear another woman say she's a priestess, goddess, fucking Egyptian something. And it's like, OK, how many blood oaths did you take to serve the dark agenda? Because I had to work through that. And it was some of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And it's so going back to because I can derail a lot and I apologize. Going back to like this whole new age thing, it's, it's very readily available now. You have all these healers out there saying, you know, practice meditation, practice mindfulness, even Deepak Chopra or whatever. I don't even know how to pronounce that name. And even um, uh, what's it? the Dalai Lama, <laughs> Abraham Hicks, mm -hmm. everything. It's all been fucking hijacked. And people are going out there wearing their meditation bracelets, balancing their chakras, not realize that, and they're not aware that there's a darker agenda and it lives in the fourth dimension. And when people channel things and they think they're channeling archangels or the higher, the fucking federation of light, that's a whole nother fucking subject. Like, get the fuck out of here. They think they're channeling all these things when in fact they're channeling ghosts and hyperdimensional beings from the fourth dimension how do i know that because i've been there and i've done it fuck dude um i had ishmael perez do you know ishmael perez i don't think so okay so he's like my top played episode <laughs> which is fucking hilarious because he claims to be like an ambassador for uh melchizedek oh goodness gracious yeah no so, sorry Forward but I'm invited back on again, you know, just for shits, right? Yeah. So what happens? Um, but like, I like, like me, I'm the type of guy that I look at all this shit from a distance, and I I look at it from um, the perspective with a grain of salt. I don't believe everything. I don't believe anything, right? So I'm gonna have him back on just to see what happens. But yeah, he's he's claiming that, you know, the AI is uh, a universal world eater and it's a, uh, it's nothing new. We're just getting it here now. And 
uh, the Inter- Intergalactic Federation is going to defeat it. Oh my fucking god! Please, yeah, it's wild. It's pretty please. wild. It's not wild. It's delusional. I'm sorry. I don't know who this person is, and I in no way am judging or saying anything. I'll send you. Galactic- I'll send you the episode for you to listen to, and you'll be like, this, the Galactic stuff is gotta end because it's gonna. It's it's just pretty much looking for another savior. It's just not gonna save Wait, you from any no fucking he, galactic federation. You no, know how see, many aliens there are. Hold on, hold on. Like, so he he's claiming that like in the universe, there's multiple families of Christ, and we are waking up to the Christ consciousness, realizing that we are part of God, and we are Christ, mm-hmm. and that's what Christ came here to do. Is to make well, us realize that we are the family of Christ. Oh, speaking of Jesus? Yeah. Well, Jesus was just another human being like me and you. He was just a lot more vocal and came at time. The things that he says resonates with me. On, like, oh, of course. But you have to be careful with what resonates because what resonates has been conditioned. We resonate with a lot of shit that's been conditioned into us. That's how sure. the, that's, you know what I mean? And I mean, like, this is what I'm saying. This is why I went to deep paranoia for a long time until I used, the, I learned discernment. And how I know is how things sit in my body. If a thought or an idea or a theory makes my body uncomfortable, that's when I know to dig and ask God for the truth. The Galactic Federation of Light, if um, another name I can give you is Canadian Awareness. Actually, one of the few channelers that I'll trust. He, um, he talks about oh, Canadian. Um, yeah, Canadian awareness definitely Fuck, recommends I mean, get that. Get, yeah, uh, throw in a good word for me if you can. What's that? Say what? Throw in a good word for me if you can, so I can get him on my podcast. Uh, yeah, I would just reach out to him. The guy's super oh, he's super open and he's super willing to talk about his message. Reach out to him. He's on Instagram. It's Canadian Awareness. I'll send you the link and everything. Cool. Um, super cool guy I actually exchanged messages with him he was the one that uh, really he was another one he said you're you're under a lot more attack you need to protect yourself a lot more and one of my shamanic uh, teachers actually mentioned that to me Um, she actually gave me a really beautiful piece of information she told me that I actually have it within to not only face these demons but to put them back and uh, rid the earth of them, actually, which is, I know what my mission here is, is to rid the, rid the earth of them so they're not so rampant because there's more of them than there is of us. If there's aliens right now, like I'm standing outside right now and I can tell you they're everywhere around me because I can feel them and I can feel them in certain areas more so than others. And it's usually in places where people haven't faced their demons. They love to hang out there. They love to hang out at bars. They love to hang out at you know, drug clinics and hospitals negative. and all that shit. Yeah. Places about, a lot uh, of negativity, negative energy, yeah. Anything new age that is easily accessible, anything that is easily accessible, consider it hijacked. And that's Oprah. not paranoid. That's just truth. Oh, Oprah, please. Oprah, Oprah is the that, queen of the new age, right? Oh, my God. That orphanage she built just to pretty much siphon girls into the sex trade. Uh, is she still with that guy, Stedman? Oh, I, I don't. I, I refuse. See, these are people, I call them soulless. 
because uh, what um, <laughs> they jump bodies. These these oh. these demons. You know, have you ever watched the show Supernatural? Uh, a little bit. Okay, so you know how the demons, they just jump bodies? This is yeah. what happens. Like, everybody thinks Epstein's dead. He's not. Like, the demon that was inside of him actually jumped bodies. Ah, right, right. right. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's uh, anything that is get easily acceptable. Access- Agnes, get this one. Uh, the- yeah. Uh, my mic's fucked up again. Um, the other day, I had a dream. And the dream was... <clears throat> My dad and I were in my in our apartment, and we looked outside, and there's this huge storm coming. And uh, he looked at me with a tear in his eye, and said, "This is it, right, son?" And I said, "It could be." And then the storm came, and we escaped it. We started running through the building, and we got down to the bottom level, and then. Next thing I know, like I'm helping him up, helping him walk and everything. And then we get to the subway and all of a sudden, all these people started like rushing at us and killing themselves. And so in my mind, I knew there was this fucking spirit that was possessing people, forcing them to commit suicide. Yes. And I was like, holy shit. And there's like, a there's, I, we got off the subway and there was waves of people rushing at us and just killing themselves. Yeah. And this is multiple spirits. Yeah. Multiple and I was spirits. like, holy shit. And I, I, I got up from that dream and I, I, I ne- like, I always get these dreams where they're like super vivid and I'm yeah. like, fuck, that was fucked up. Right. Yeah. But I, w- I wake up and I'm like, eh, you know, another fucking prophetic dream. Yeah. Same. <laughs> you know? Like, I feel a little bit uncomfortable, but that one I had to shake off a little bit. I'm like, Fuck. yeah, dude, tell me about it. I had the, I had a dream about the moon and what's mm-hmm. really going on. Do you know why we have all these zombie movies? You know, all this zombie movie, uh, you know, obsession It's because that's actually what's happening on the moon. Like we have this is what is happening on the moon. Like everybody thinks that the moon is some beautiful representation of the feminine. Um, it's actually not, <laughs> it's, it's the, one of the most evil places and it's, it's used to siphon off of us very easily. And it has a lot to do with our hands because our hands are so healing. And what they do is actually, they drain the tips. So I can't go back into a palm. And, um, I had a dream about the moon and what really happens there. And I remember I was there. And I remember saying, don't let them know that you're alive. I'll make you one of them. And it was the scariest fucking, and I've, I mean, I have dreams, but that was one of the scariest dreams I've ever had is really coming to awareness what's really happening on the moon right now, because it's, it's not what everybody thinks. Are there... Other people up there? Oh, yeah. Not only is there a plethora of um, extraterrestrial races on the moon, um, there's a lot of people, and they're what I would call actual zombies. They're, they're acting on default. They're, 
you know, they're they're what's going to happen to those that are like triple jabbed and fucking boosted. That's what's eventually right, going to happen. Right. Yeah. Total, total, um, total disconnection from the body to where it's all mind based and it's just automatic reactions. You know how, you know, in the movies, like exactly in the movies this is what's yeah. happening on the moon with actual human beings and i have will he... i will discuss that with anybody and i will stand my ground when it comes to it because that is something i know to be true and uh, i won't be um convinced otherwise when it comes to that yeah have you seen the movie cellular with uh sam jackson and john cusack i have not okay so it it takes place at the beginning of the movie in an airport where John Cusack is, he wants to go fly and see his son. Right. And he can't, he can't because everybody gets a fucking cell phone call. And when they pick up the phone on their cell phone, they hear this signal and it turns into a fucking crazed zombie. And it just like, it's, it was like, holy shit. Like when I watched it, I was like, wow. Like I, I'm the type of guy that's like fiction and nonfiction. There's a very thin line between it because, you know, I've been saying that forever, but who's to say that like, you know, you get this fucking 5g thing going, you get a chip you get these vaccines with the hot uh, graphene oxide in it. <clears throat> and I said to a coworker like three years ago when this whole fucking pandemic thing happened, I'm like, watch, they're going to roll out these vaccines and then, you know, they're going to flip a switch and then everybody's going to turn into a fucking zombie. And they're like, holy shit, dude, you might be right. I was like, I don't know. It's just, just this, my, my conspiratorial brain kicking in. Right. Yeah. My free thinking brain kicking in. And yeah. they're like, holy shit, I think it's getting closer to the wire where that could actually happen, where we could have a fucking zombie apocalypse. Well, that's because it's taking away people's realization that everything comes down to free will. Mm-hmm. Free will. It's our God-given right. Free will. Even when somebody's holding a gun to your head, you have a choice. You still have free will to either die yeah. or, or submit to them and keep living. So it all comes down to free will. And the only way they can dominate is by us giving up the idea of free will and not realizing that we have it. So, you know, that's going to be that switch is when we relinquish our free will. Exactly. That's going to be that switch. Yep. And I I told, like, there's this one kid who worked with me and he, he really looked up to me. Excuse me, and he said, but he was pro-vax, and he took the vaccine, and he was like, "So why don't you want to take the vaccine?" And I told him everything that I that I believe, and he's like, "So what? Somebody's gonna hold your gun to your head and say take the fucking vaccine or die?" And I'm like, "Yeah, pull the trigger because they're putting that shit in my veins." He's like, "Wow, <clears throat> you really fucking yeah. look at it that way?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, and people think that you're like crazy and radical for saying that, and it's like. I'm not. I stand for the truth until my mm-hmm. last breath. I will stand Absolutely. for the truth. That's what I always said. I used to joke around. I'll be like, I'll be one of those fucking crazy ones in the woods running, and you're going to have to hold a gun to my head. 
And yep. uh, still that shit's not, it's not being put in my body. No way, no how. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, uh-uh. No, I'm not. <clears throat> I'm still, I'm still, I'm still amazed by how many people actually fell for it. <laughs> Me too. How many people went along with it for this fucking simple convenience of them I'm being st- able to continue their amazed. life? Yeah, I'm still amazed at, about uh, how many people actually still wear a fucking mask. That you know, I try not to get angry, but sometimes <laughs> when I'm when I'm having a day where, because you know, you have days where you're like, you know. It's possible we're going to win. We're going to win this spiritual war. We're going to win this war because we are mighty warriors. And then I have these days where, like, the world's going to shit. And I just feel like smacking a bitch. And being yeah. like, seriously, if you reach out to me with a glove on your hand and a mask on your face, I don't think I want to talk to you. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you. And if you tell me something about pronouns, I might. I, I, I might spit. I might spit. <laughs> like seriously, I can't. Seriously. I can't. I can't take it. I can't take it. And you want me to be all like inclusive and like you want me to respect your pronouns? No, I won't. I don't Call play the pronoun a- game. Like honestly, like like I said earlier, like drop your pants. Let me see what genitalia you have. I'll tell you what you are. You know, there's no confusion. Yeah, there isn't. And honestly, if you have a beard and long hair and makeup on and call yourself a woman, we have no business talking. None whatsoever. The only way we can talk to you is if I can help you and make you realize that you need a therapist like uh, fucking 10 years ago. Okay. And let's let's be real. Let's have more compassion for these people because uh, father forgive them. They know not what they do. Exactly. And I'm all about compassion. I'm until they become irate and they try to fucking take the children. Sure. Yeah. Because when you start trying to take the children and drag them to drag shows to show them what a woman you are, even though you were born with a penis, we have an issue. Right. It's like that, uh, that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, kindergarten cop with the little kids, like, Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. He's like, thanks for the tip. But it's like, look how much that aged, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. That movie's still allowed. I mean, I'm assuming yeah. that cancel culture already got rid of that, didn't it? Probably no streaming service that has it available. <laughs> no, not a fucking cancel culture. Are you serious? They're dangerous. Uh, very dangerous. Very extremely dangerous. Extremist. I mean, us conspiracy theorists, which I don't even really like to call myself that, but like we looked as extreme because I choose to, you know, take a bullet rather than the jab. I'm extreme, right. but yeah. like cancel culture, a lot more extreme, a lot more, and they're very dangerous. Very dangerous. So unless you're willing to, um, to really to your guns and realize that you might lose everything don't go head to head with them because you will lose every time and it's like look at us critical thinkers they're labeling us uh, us critical thinkers or slash conspiracy theorists that's my pronoun critical thinker slash conspiracy theorist okay (laughs) they want to label us as extremists yet we're not the ones that want to go around killing people yet they go around and jab us with fucking toxic fucking chemicals that are giving people myocarditis and all that fucking shit. 
and we're the extremists. Fuck yeah, you. And people, yeah, this is, ex- this is exactly it. So this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm all about inclusion and understanding and giving compassion to people. But we also have to realize that some of these people are no longer people. They have been hijacked to the point where they're dangerous. And we have to stand up to the delusion that they are or we don't have a chance of survival as the human race. Right. It is not to be like, you know, yeah, I understand. No, you come near a child and you tell me it's okay for them to be mutilated for you to prove some sort of point of he, she, they, them, whatever the fuck you're saying, we're going to have a problem. Yep. This is our true this planet. Our true career on this planet is not a fucking uh, uh, systematic fucking career where we make money. Our career is the energy that we put into our passion of speaking truth. That is the true career. That is true wealth, is knowing the truth and being brave enough to ask for the truth and then accepting and receiving. That is true wealth. Yep is true wealth so you know i'm i i'm i'm not about it i'm not about it if anybody comes like i'll shoot people down i'm like if you really want to discuss this with me get ready to discuss it with me but i'm telling you i will not spare your feelings because i'm not a big fan of ben shapiro but one Uh thing he said one thing he said that i will always always respect is facts don't care about your feelings yeah and Fuck your don't. feelings, dude. Like, yeah. people, people could try to offend me all they want, but I'm not going to be offended. No, there's you know? no way. There's What's no that way. Say? What does that I... say? You got these people, like, yeah. who you call them the fucking gender, and they're fucking, they go ape shit. And I'm like, okay, well, try calling me the wrong gender. Right? You call me a girl. You call me a girl. like, okay. That's on you, dude. (laughs) Yeah, that's on you. I I know who I am. I know how, you know, I know how God made me. I know how I chose to show up in this world. Thank you for your opinion. You know, but it is a lot of restraint sometimes to just not be like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. Like, is this really happening right now? Are you really coming up to me and telling me this? Like, and and I'm supposed to just stand here and listen to you babble on about this bullshit how you identify as a woman want to be like a a fucking grown man with a beard on going into a girl's bathroom and i'm just going to stand there and be like oh okay i don't think so yeah it's fucking stupid i don't think so no no i mean i don't go out looking for it but if it crosses my path man no i will stand my ground solid solid as fuck because that's what warrior does and that's no joke that's a responsibility that we have to carry you know with with and with strength like that is our job to stand up when it's time to stand up it's 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 our job this it's is our, our job responsibility to do that. and i don't take yeah exactly our, with exactly great it is our responsibility exactly you said it very well that's that's the truth 
But well, yeah, that's that what came from Spider Man. <laughs> it did. I know. I recognized it the minute you said it. <laughs> Seriously yeah, though, no, like I... if you're if you're like if you realize all the shit that's going on, and if you're awake, then it's time to fucking do something about it, no matter how it... big or small. No matter how big or small, and the one and the one most important thing that you can do is work on your. Because if you want to change the world, you got to change yourself first. Exactly, because that's how. I know it sounds so so true. It's so true. It starts with you because as long as you have unfaced shadows within yourself and you're, you're going to project. And when people project on you, you're going to take it as part of yourself. So the trick is know thyself before somebody else tells you who you are. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, it's, I, yeah, I stay clear of, of, of anything that tries to confuse or, anything mainstream anything mainstream as far as healing goes as far as anything goes i i know better yep for sure agnes it's been a fucking pleasure um i could probably talk for eight hours (laughs) we could probably talk for eight hours but yeah uh, is there anything you want to plug before we wrap this up no not really I would just love to say to all the brave people out there listening, um, keep showing up as you because the world needs you just the way you are. And don't let anybody ever, ever make you feel like you're crazy because you're not alone and you're not crazy. And when you feel like you're losing your sanity, that means you're gaining your authentic self. So keep going because um, it's worth it. Absolutely. A hundred percent it is. And, uh, I'm going to put your uh, Instagram profile in the show notes and uh, that's that. So thank you so much for reaching out and yeah. Anytime you want to come back on, we'll do it again. Yes. Sounds great. Thank you so much for the awesome conversation. Thank you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Awesome. God bless you. Have a good night. Same. God bless. Bye. Bye. Thank you, beloved cartel, for once again listening to the Red Pill Cartel. This is your beloved Nigel the Goat speaking. And Davy, what did you think of uh, Agnes, our dear Agnes? Awesome, man. These, those are the kinds of kinds of discussions that I really love. You know, just connecting with another person on such a deep level that we've never met before. You know, it's just it's always awesome to me and that's why I love doing this so much exactly exactly Davey and uh ooh there's wind howling at our window right now I don't know if you can hear it cartel but uh, uh very windy out there today and very cold up here in uh, the the great white north you know but anyway yes uh, Agnes we we really love you and uh we wish you uh all the blessings the Lord will give you and also uh, you know you're welcome to come back on any time in after episode 100 which will be coming very shortly cartel 
we appreciate you we love you hit that star button on the spotify and the star button on the apple you know and give us good review to keep growing the show and if you want you can give us a tip on the patreon just saying yeah we know money's tight guys but uh we'd love to have uh some upgraded gear in the future so who knows just keep it coming guys and i really appreciate who has already been donating and you guys are awesome and uh yeah but that's about it eh nigel yes that's about it and uh don't forget to uh donate to uh melanie schultz our very good friend melanie as well you know she's got that uh, hashimoto's uh, thyroid thyroiditis and uh it's not good you know it affects every part of her body and uh send her some some money to uh get her medical bills paid off you know so anyway cartel that's it until next time you know what nigel says <laughs> <laughs>